Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fitchix Chat. Now, before we get started with today's episode, we want to let you know some exciting news. Our fitness and nutrition expert certification program is now open for enrollment. Yeah, so we are super excited. Our enrollment begins right now, and the classes start as of March 30th. So if you've been thinking about getting certified as a group fitness instructor, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and wellness coach, as well as build an incredible business of your dreams, this is the program for you. Make sure you check it out at fitchicksacademy.com. Now on to today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn. My name's Laura Jackson. And today is our part three of our three-part series all about our fitness coaching tools and how to become a successful fitness coach. Um, So if you haven't listened to part one or part two, please make sure you go back and listen to those episodes. They've got some like amazing nuggets in there that are going to help you become a successful coach. But today we are talking specifically about the mindset shift. In order to be a successful coach, If you do not change the way that you think of yourself as a leader and the way that you help your clients be able to see what's possible for them, I feel like you will always be feeling like you're struggling as a coach. Like you will feel like you're always trying to like push ahead, but there's something pushing back against you. You have to be able to shift these two things in order to be successful. The mindset piece is more important than almost any aspect or is more important than any other aspect in terms of transforming your life and your clients' lives. I know. And it's crazy because I feel like this is the one area that so many people and so many certifications do not talk about. Mm -hmm. And it is the most important piece, right? Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's funny because a lot of times people think, oh, well, I just need to learn about how to teach, you know, the workouts and I need to learn about how to, you know, teach the nutrition planning and the wellness coaching. Like I need to learn the skills of fitness and nutrition coaching, which yes, you need that, but you also need to learn how to actually coach and coaching being a really amazing coach is also being able to support that transition of your client going from where they are to where they want to go and helping them navigate through that. And then of course you going through the mindset shift of seeing yourself as the leader who can actually help them do that because I see it all the time. And I know for me, when I first started out, that was my biggest struggle. It's like, we we talked about this on the podcast. I used to teach like Jillian Michaels. Like I used to act like her and talk like her. And then you would act like me trying to act like Jillian Michaels. And it was this weird, (laughs) totally weird thing. But it it was was like like, eight degrees of separation. Yeah. It It was was like something like, like, why are we talking like this? Like what is happening? But it was because I didn't understand my own identity as a coach. So I had to like, I had to, tag onto somebody else's right till I learned my own style. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because even in our certifications now, even in our module one, like in our very first class, we talk about creating your own fitness philosophy. Mm-hmm. So understanding who you are as a coach and as a leader to help with that mindset shift for you to step into being a fitness instructor or being a great fitness coach, because again, we can teach you the skill set, but if you don't believe you are, and you can't help your clients believe that they can get the results, you're ne- it's never going to work. Exactly. And I think, you know, going like looking at the client side of it too, it's like, you have a lot of clients that are coming to you and they're probably thinking, and I know, cause I know this because I've heard it a million times over from my clients myself is like, I've tried everything. 
what makes us different? How is this even going to work? It's never going to work. They have this belief already built into them that like, it's kind of pointless that they're showing up and doing this because everything that they've done in the past has never worked. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, no, I <laughs> yes. but it's so true. It's like, they're coming to you. They want you to have the belief in them because they don't have the belief in themselves. Right. So as a coach, like, this is why it's like, it's like the mindset. It's, it's not just thinking about how do I help my clients mindset shift? It's like, you have to mindset shift as well, because they have to believe that you're the person who's going to help them. And you have to believe that you are the person who can help them. Right. And so many new coaches or aspiring coaches, that's the biggest struggle they have is they're so scared that they won't be able to help someone else or they're not going to be good that they hold themselves back. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, if you actually take the time to do the mindset work on yourself, you'll understand how this all works and then how you can help your client as well. Definitely. And I think, you know, I'll talk about like the client side of like some of the things that you can do to be able to support that. But then if you can talk more about like the shifting around mindset for yourself to be able to step into that leadership role, I think that'd be really powerful. You know, (laughs) excuse me. Um, When I think about like when it comes to your clients and they're coming to you and they have this like this belief that this isn't possible for them. I think some of the things that we really need to tap into as a coach, I know for me, in order to feel like I could be a really great coach was really understanding the ins and outs of my clients, having true conversations with them about what is it that you've done in the past? Why didn't it work? Asking them the honest questions, asking them why they chose this this program to work with you. I wanted to understand what their reasoning was because it told you a lot about you know, sometimes they'd be like, oh, well, I chose this bootcamp because I just, I feel like this is going to be the hardest thing I can do and this and that. So then they're in this mindset of like punishment. And so I've got to try to switch that. Right. <laughs> Sorry. And then the other piece that I felt was really important when it came to my clients was diving deep into the questions around like, well, what is your, why, what is your reasoning that you're showing up here every single day? Like, why do you have this? What is your goal? First of all, if you even know that, because sometimes they don't even know what their real goal is. They just know what they don't want, but they don't know what they do want getting clear on what they really want. And then asking the questions and diving a little deeper. Like if they're like, Oh, I just want to lose 10 pounds. It's like, okay, but why? What is your reasoning? Why? Because once you tap into that and they tap into it and they understand it from a deeper level, their accountability, they'll show up differently. They will work out differently. They will actually do the challenges outside of classes and show up. And like, they will start thinking about it as part of a process, as opposed to thinking about it. Like, this is just the thing that I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like it becomes so much more than it, than it is in the very beginning. And so you have to be able to do that. And then also it's the way that you can help encourage them. I know for me, knowing their why, knowing why they were coming in the first place really helped me because anytime I was encouraging them, if it was like, oh, um, I'm coming because I want to be able to play with my kids at the park and be able to run around with them. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, if I saw someone running, like doing sprints, I'd be like, oh my gosh, you're going to like lap your kids, you know? And I would tie it back just subconsciously, just tying it back to what their why was, which would then immediately get them re-engaged. Right. And so that was such a powerful tool as a coach to be able to like get my clients on board for what the results they really wanted and getting them on board for the actual program to reach that goal. You know what I love too? So in our certification, I actually did a coaching call once mm-hmm. and it was all about the whys, like helping your clients find their why. And I actually love doing the exercise of having them write down at least 15 whys. 
And I know that sounds crazy because it's like, that's a lot of whys. But because your why is going to be different in different situations too, right? Like, like you said, one of the whys could be, I want to run around, around with my kids. But maybe your other why is, I want to feel hot and sexy with my partner. Like, yeah. I want to feel good in my body. And maybe your other why is like, I want to, um, I want to hit a fitness goal of hiking Machu Picchu. Like, having different whys too, it just because it sometimes the one why it just doesn't feel as like realistic in different situations. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's the thing that's going to keep you going with this for life. And I think just even the ability of asking your clients questions, the question why, and then ask again, okay, well, why that? Or why, why? it just literally is some of the most powerful coaching tools. And they're so simple. Mm -hmm. Questions are one of the most underused tools when it comes to coaching. So many clients, they want to know more skills to give to their clients, they, but they don't ask questions and questions are where you learn everything, yeah. right? They, they help you create the most amazing programs. They help you become better at your craft. It makes, you know, your clients results so much easier to get to like questions are the secret sauce to being an amazing coach. Definitely. And I know we talk about that in our module two of our fitness and nutrition expert program, because the way that we've structured the program is like the first module is more about like looking at your foundations. And then the module two is more looking externally at your clients and being like, okay, how do we help them set goals? How do we understand the right questions to ask? And like the Fitchix communication path for success, like all of those pieces, because once you kind of know how to implement those pieces, then you can get on to like, okay, now we need to learn about programming and design and all that. But if you don't understand these fundamentals of how to become a coach and how to really show up for your clients, then that's where people get really stuck in their business. And, in their and you know what else? I just want to add one little thing too, yeah. is that, and I always say this to our new coaches, like, you know, cause in our fitness and nutrition expert program, of course they're practicing as they're going to build up their skills their tools and their confidence. And I always remind them that, you know, if you're nervous in the moment, one of the biggest hacks that will get your nerves under control is just ask questions because the reason you're nervous is because you're thinking about yourself, right? You're thinking, do they like me? Am I saying the right things? Did I explain that exercise correctly? Like you're going through all these things about you. It's very you focused. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you ask questions, you're turning the lens outward and then you have time to process your nerves and it becomes about the client. So it's actually a really good hack too for new, new coaches to get over nerves and helping you step into that mindset of being a coach. Hashtag nerve hack. <laughs> I know. I love it. It's funny. Like when I think back to all the times I've been so nervous, it's only because I'm thinking thoughts of me not being good enough. Right. Whereas if I just shift in the moment, I'm like, wait, this is about the client. Let me just get curious about them. Like, you know, what are your goals? Why are you on this journey? Have you worked out before? Like those questions then just open dialogue and it's all about them. And then you could just spend your brain energy thinking about them instead of thinking about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Don't make it about you. Now, when it comes to shifting into sort of the leadership mentality of like for yourself as a coach now, so we've looked at like sort of the clients. And of course, again, as I just said, like we just brushed the surface, obviously we dive much deeper into this NERC Academy program. Um, but when it comes to shifting into a leadership, I know that this is where a lot of our students, before, they, before they've taken our certification, they've come to us and said, like, but how, how do I step into that role? Like, I have friends and family asking me what I do, but I don't feel confident as being a coach for them. Or I don't know if I'm ready to coach clients because 
I'm not certified or I only know what I do for myself and I don't really know how to do that for someone else. Like there's this huge self-doubt that happens. And even once people are certified, not through Fitch Academy, of course, but through other <laughs> academies, uh, when they're certified, sometimes they'll also have that doubt because they'll be thinking like, well, who am I? to be a coach. Like, who am I to step into this? And I gotta be honest, like, even when we first started teaching fitness classes, I had those thoughts. I was like, who's gonna, who's gonna care about what I have to say? Who's gonna believe me running around in this park, you know, with my yellow shirt on, like, are they going to actually think of me as a leader? And it's a really like, first of all, it's a very normal thought to have and feeling to have. So we just want to, we want to start with that, but how do people shift And Laura? I'm going to get you to dive into this. Um, how do people shift from that mindset perspective of like, okay, I'm someone who loves fitness to, I am now a fitness coach and I'm a leader to, well, you know, what's funny. I, even as you're just saying that I will never forget that feeling when it was our very, very first boot camp class that we taught. And it was at Sir Winston Churchill Park in Toronto. Yeah. And I remember standing there with my, we had a chalkboard sign and we had <laughs> seven women signed up for this first class. And I remember I could see them walking towards me across the park because I knew it was them because they were holding yoga mats and their workout bags. And I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> what the heck am I doing? I want to run away. I was like, I can't, like, this is insane that this, they're coming to me. I like, as now I'm a business owner, I'm a fitness instructor, like these, you know what I mean? Like it was crazy yeah. to me. Yeah. And I had all like this imposter. <laughs> yeah. Like I had all this imposter syndrome happening and oh my God, this class is going to be terrible. And they're going to think I'm terrible and blah, 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 blah. And then, but this is, this is where the shift starts to happen is those thoughts are going to come up for you just like they came up for me. But this, the, this, the secret is you just have to do it anyways. And I know people want, because people want to wait until they're ready to do things. They want to wait till they feel good about something to then take the leap. And I'm here to tell you, it's never going to feel good at the beginning when you're doing something new. The change is uncomfortable. And the quicker we get okay being uncomfortable, the quicker you will be successful. Yeah. Right. Because you're learning a new skill set, which is why the way we structured our certification program. So there's practical hours, right? So you have to practice teaching friends and family group fitness classes. Mm-hmm. You have to practice training on friends and family, personal training sessions, because like these, honestly, I still to this day, it's funny because we always get emails from our students being like, or like post in the Facebook group, like I'm about to go teach my first class. Oh my God, I feel like I'm going to die. I'm going to throw up. I'm so nervous, blah, blah, blah. It's like everyone, every single person has it. It's the exact feeling that I had those seven women walking towards me. The thoughts are going crazy in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like you're going to puke and then you do it. And then you're like, oh my God, it wasn't that bad. And it and wasn't you actually perfect. Felt really good. Yeah. And usually yeah. you're like, you're like, oh my God, like they liked it or that part went really well. That part was really weird. And like, yeah. and you can evaluate it after, but you feel so good because you, you didn't die. You did it. And you're like, I survived. And you're like, okay, wait a second. I'm going to go again. It's like riding a bike, right? The first time, like you never look at your kids and say, oh my God, you tried to walk and you fell down. You're, you're not good at this. 
right? Like we do, but as adults, we do that to ourselves. We don't allow ourselves to walk and fall down and fall down again. And you know what I mean? Like it's going to be uncomfortable. And the only reason it's uncomfortable is because it's new and our brain is programmed to not for us to thrive, for us to survive. So every time we do something new, our brain is like looking for threats, right? It's like, is this safe for us? Are we going to die? It's like very primal. And then when you do it, you prove to your brain, oh wait, no, we didn't die. That was okay. Yeah. I'm going to go try again. And till and then the more you do it, then that's how you build the skill set and the the real mindset shifting happens. But it's that initial uncomfortableness of still showing up even when it doesn't feel good because it's not going to feel good. And every single one of our students agrees with this and they're like, I tell them this and they don't get it till they do it. Like they don't get it until they actually teach the class. And then they're like, now I know exactly what you're talking about. Because at the end of the program, nine out of 10 will always say that was the most beneficial thing for them was going and doing those practice classes because they actually put into practice and realized they can do this. Yeah. And, it, and then and you're it getting clients after you, that. Well, no. And then it also allows for you. And I always tell our students, is I'm like, once you graduate, cause you've already kind of done it you're going to graduate and all those first time nerves and jitters and all that stuff. And that self-doubt is gone. So now you're able to like show up differently for paying clients, as opposed to just like your practice clients during the course, which is, again, it's, it is, it's truly one of the most beneficial things you can do. But what I think is so interesting though, and we do, we all do this to ourselves. It's like, we expect ourselves to be perfect at something we've never done before. And it's so interesting because it's like, why do we do that? Like, why do we think we have to be good at something before we can do it? We don't get good at things unless we try them. Like any athlete, right? Like, do you think a hockey player got to the NHL just one day picked up a stick and was amazing? No, the years of practice and, you know, effort and errors and all of those things, that's what gets you to where you want to go. So I think even talking about it from a mindset shift standpoint is the first thing is just understanding like you're, it's okay not to be perfect and you're not going to be at the beginning, but you have a passion to show up for other people and help other people. So you're just going to keep showing up and doing it from a place of wanting to help. And then you will never go wrong. Like you will never, ever go wrong if you're always in a place of helping another person. So if you're like, you know what, maybe this class won't be the best. Like I remember afterwards teaching classes and then going home and being like, oh my God, like, what was I even saying during that like (laughs) burpy squat transition? Like, did that even make sense? But then I reminded myself, I'm like, wait, they don't know what I had planned. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't know that I actually had planned a burpee into pushups and I messed it up and then said burpees to squats or whatever. Like they don't know. So I'm beating myself up about something that I'm like, oh, and then at the end of the day, (laughs) yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like, it's all trial and error. That's like, you know, again, we teach this in our certification, the, the whole thing of evaluation. So like, you've got to evaluate yourself and give yourself positive feedback and also give yourself, where do I want to improve on? Like, it doesn't have to be this big emotional beat up. It's like, okay, you know what? That workout I just taught, I crushed it on like my timing. My energy was there. Oh my God, it was so good. Where's areas I could work on? Okay, my transitions were a little slow. I could see some people were confused. I went over time. Like, and those are just things you work on afterwards. So I think to me, that is the biggest mindset shift about becoming like a leader and a great coach is you know, you're always going to be mastering your craft. You have to be okay with it not being perfect and just show up for your clients and that, and you will never go wrong. Love that. 
Love that so much. On that note, we are going to wrap up for today. So that was our end of our three-part series all about our fitness coaching tools and how to help you become a successful coach. So again, if you haven't listened to part one and part two, make sure that you go back and listen to those here on Fit Chick Chat. Um, and of course, if you are ready to step into that leadership role and you're ready to get certified, we have our fitness and nutrition expert certification open for enrollment right now. Yes, um, we start on March 30th. So if you've been considering it, if you've been thinking about it, now is the time because we are getting this party started March 30th. The Fitness and Nutrition Expert Program begins. Go to fitchicksacademy.com so you can learn more details about the certification and how to enroll. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. We will see you again next week where we'll actually be doing an amazing interview with some of our graduates of the Fitness and Nutrition Expert Program, Doug Marianne Kauser. So make sure you check it out and we will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. That wraps up today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. Thank you so much for listening. Now, as a reminder, we are now open for enrollment for our fitness and nutrition expert program that is starting on March 30th. So if you've been considering getting certified in group fitness, personal training, nutrition, and wellness coaching, as well as building an incredible business of your dreams, make sure that you check out fitchicksacademy.com for more details. We would look forward to welcoming you to the Academy. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.